0: Hey Brian, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. It is Tuesday 3rd of August and we are currently on lockdown on the Gold Coast. We are locked down due to COVID restrictions until uh, Sunday this week. So it's been a pretty crazy wild ride with rescheduling and stuff like that for the wedding business. I'm sure most of you guys are are going through the same kind of cycle of have experienced the same kind of you know, thing that's going on in the world uh, with business, especially in the events. But I wanted to bring you a fresh new episode today and talk about all things marketing because it's such a dynamic area of photography. It's, it's something where you know it really comes down to trial and error. And I want to go through all the things that I've done that have worked and haven't worked along the years, and um, where we really focus, especially now through COVID. Right? Like it's a new kind of world people have a total different you know new philosophy around their purchase decisions so in terms of like photography and big ticket items luxury items like us as wedding photographers can be a very big shift in the mindset of consumers and and that's something I think we need to discuss as well I've had some great feedback about last week's episode um, episode 26 on how to create better photographs so I thought I'd roll another 15 minute solo episode today while I'm sitting in the back of the van trying to get some peace and quiet to record this you know, locked down at home. So the van seems like a great idea to sit back, grab the microphone and have a bit of a jam. So if you guys are loving the podcast, would love it if you could jump on. Obviously, standard thing, review means the world to me. And uh, obviously, each week, uh, I love it when I get uh, messages on Instagram or or Facebook or something like that and people requesting me to go through some topics or interview specific guests. So have um, yeah a few amazing guests lined up. And uh, like I said, guys, if you if you ever want to, hear from someone or have a topic discussed in depth feel free to let me know so let's talk about marketing so this is a huge area I'm not saying I have it all together with marketing but I've definitely tried things that that don't or didn't work and I've wasted money in specific areas but have taught me a valuable lesson and I think the first thing with marketing we need to understand the buyer right so like you know I'm going to give you implementable things to do but like think about the buyer's mindset. So how do they decide on a wedding photographer, wedding videographer, whatever it may be? How do they go down that process? And what is the general consensus of the way that they go? And as we know, they could be going on Google. They could be searching hashtags. They could be now looking at reels. We see the big movement from Instagram to video and that, taking over the platform they could speak to past couples that have been married or they could also have a referral from the venue so first off thinking about where the funnel starts and when i'm in the funnel starts you know the leads go in the funnel and they come out the other end generally and that's generally with a booking hopefully with your business so that's that's a great thing to think about now these all have their specific values and benefits and ways to be attracted or get in front of um, these specific audiences. But if we look at it in terms of like starting from scratch, right? So the first thing that I really focused on when I was building my business was the SEO base because it was a tedious process. And I knew I didn't one, have the experience. I didn't represent the work that I thought that venues would be referring because I was so new in the industry. I didn't know many people. I hadn't photographed a lot, so I wasn't going to be getting many referrals. So I knew, hey, if I jump up first page of Google for my keyword, maybe I can get in front of people. So I focus an hour every single day, 4.30 to 5.30 a.m. before I did anything else to just tag the shit out of my photos, right? And I did that for, oh, it's got to be a couple of months. And I went from, you know, I think page 24 to 12 to six to three to one and consistently stayed on page one. Now, I knew I had to put in that groundwork to really build that base. And I don't generally work on that these days. Um, most of our work is coming from word of mouth or venue referrals, but we're still ranking right up there, I'd say on page one for our specific keywords. So one thing I think you need to focus on if you you're not getting enough bookings, you just don't have enough leads in that funnel. So we fill up the funnel. And we generate the leads and we make the booking. Now, if your bookings are slow, it's gonna take a while to get more leads in that funnel. So the time to start thinking about it isn't when it's slow, it's when it's busy because you get busy, you stop focusing on marketing, therefore the leads dry up. Now it takes another two to three months to generate momentum. Not saying that it it doesn't happen faster than that, but just think about always keeping that cup full. So SEOs, one obviously aspect, you know, I don't go too depth I've tried SEO companies before and to be honest it was faster me doing it myself and it you know the, I know there are hacks and stuff like that but pretty simply I was just tagging keywords on um, on photographs Now obviously the next you know or, or not in a specific order but referrals so referrals from from past couples what I'm talking about here now I went through a stage where I created a template email which would ask, for a specific referral or would give the past couple an added value if they referred me on, for example, hey, guys, if you refer me and your friend books my services, I'll provide you a $500 voucher towards any prints. Now, we know prints don't cost $500, so it was a really nice incentive, not forking out heaps and heaps of money to be honest that didn't work for me it felt a little unorganic like it just didn't feel like it was the right way to go about it so i stopped doing that and i stopped directly asking i never really got a great conversion on it anyway and if i did it was years down the track and i had completely forgotten uh, what what's going on there so for specifically feather and Finch, for the referrals that we get, we just leave it organic. Allow, um, you know, couples to speak about their experience organically, and hopefully, the new lead therefore sees our work and and it resonates with them, and then they reach out. Um, we don't generally like we we always send a thank you to the couple that have referred us, but don't have anything in specific that we gift them with. Now, going back, we got SEO, obviously, you know, social media marketing is a big one. We still use Facebook marketing We for the last six months. We had a marketer with us um, for along the ride. And each month we'd trial things from organic marketing, which I mean, brand awareness stuff. So like, hey, here's a recent wedding we photographed at XXX, check it out. So it was really just to get in front of couples And gain momentum rather than a direct Facebook marketing ad, which is, hey, book now for maybe X off or a voucher or something like that. So I think both have their place. One I tried to not really push too much was that direct marketing. We would generate an ebook and maybe gift an ebook and stuff like that, but not necessarily a price off specifics. I've tried ones in the past where it was free album giveaway um, with any wedding book for the month of X. And to be honest, like I that didn't work. Like I think... Us as photographers, we value albums more than our couples generally. I'm just speaking. So what I was finding was like couples would be like, hey, that's awesome. We love your work. We don't really care about the album, but can we get that value off our wedding package, which could be, you know, our albums are $1,500. So the answer was pretty simply no, because obviously it comes down to the time and design and stuff like that. So we we cut that one pretty short. We've done a free celebrant giveaway where you book us and you receive a free celebrant because we thought, or I personally thought, if couples book photography, generally next is videography or celebrant. So how can we take that off their hands and provide more value? And again, for that specific campaign, that didn't work. We got no conversions on that. The biggest one we get is honestly brand awareness. So when we create blogs, like, I don't know, for example, how to choose your wedding colors, and we just share that out organically and push that to engage couples, it's an indirect way to stay in front of them. It feels better for us uh, and allows those leads to come to the funnel and allow the SEO rank to gain traction because obviously more couples are now coming to our website, etc. Like that. The only really Direct marketing campaign via social media that we've done that's had great success is the standard free engagement giveaway, which is pretty simply, if you haven't heard of it, I'm sure you have, but it's pretty simply where a photographer gives away a free engagement photo shoot. And you could give away one, you could give away three, five, whatever it may be. And you have people come and put an entry form in with their details. Have you booked your wedding photographer? Where's your location? Now, simply, the couple are going to, if they are chosen, they win a free engagement shoot. So you're going to give them a free shoot with the obviously option to talk to them more about a wedding. You might have an incentive if they book you for their wedding. We never sold the engagement photos on top. We would provide five high res images for free, including in the engagement shoot. And then if they enjoy the experience, we'd talk to them about having us photograph their wedding. We had great success with this, but it it seems to be getting done quite commonly, I think. And if you are going to run something like this, just be wary and be sure to explain the process to the couples up front. had a few times where the couple's like, well, no, well, we didn't realize we were only getting five photos or can the photo shoot be at our wedding or actually turn up to one. It was their wedding. And, and, you know, that's kind of like a bit deceiving, but also looking back, I hadn't explained the process enough saying, hey, after the photo shoot, we're going to talk about, your wedding. If you enjoyed the process, here's our packages. So that fully aware that you are doing this to give them an experience to also give them a photo shoot, but also to generate business for you. So that's one we've had great success in, but we always commonly just do brand awareness stuff through social media. Now, talking about social media, we know how much Instagram's changed to now a video platform, way more engagement via reels, Instagram TV. So guys, I I can't reiterate enough. If you want to get in front of more people, you need to follow what's happening or be one step ahead of everyone else. Now, doesn't mean you should stop posting photographs, but it means you probably need to be a bit more active on video. And we trialed it. Our engagement on our photos have dropped dramatically. Reels, Instagram TV, all of that came right up, but obviously becoming now more flooded as well. So another, another little marketing one to talk about is like wedding expos. You know, I think they're great to show face and show um, authority, especially within your region. So if you are located in Sydney, you know you're doing, I don't know, one fine day in Sydney, the big expo there. So you're showing credibility, especially to the other vendors. In terms of like booking, we've never had like a great success. We generally do just do it to show face to see some vendors that we haven't really had a chance to speak with much, and obviously, hopefully, catch up with some couples that are looking to for us to photograph their wedding or alternatively, most commonly, they've already booked us and they just come through and they're having a chat. So, you know, if you're looking at return on investment, I have never really personally seen a great return on investment in this. I think looking at ROI, SEO is one of the biggest, you know, and just doing a great service, you know, giving the absolute best experience you can, the most beautiful photographs. Like that's a huge ROI. You know, you know, if your photograph... Alice and John's wedding, for example, and they have amazing photographs and they had the best experience ever, they're going to tell everyone about you. Uh, And you know, if the other couple, like their friend who are in part of the bridal party are getting married, they're probably going to book you. They've seen you in action. They love the photographs. I mean, it's a no brainer. So that's probably the best ROI. All these little nitty gritty things obviously can generate more business, but they take more work as well in terms of getting to it. So like that's generally how we handle things. Like I said, mainly it's just the brand awareness stuff. I think you really need to start focusing on video or putting slideshows together or something like that for Instagram and all of these new platforms like TikTok or not new, but very popular currently and just providing the best service possible guys, like try and keep that cup full at all times, right? Don't worry, we all have ghost leads, a lot of ghost leads. So you may get, hey, what are your prices? But the more people coming to your site, the more people inquiring. I mean, if that's your goal, that's better, right? And then you can increase your conversion rate depending on what you want to do. I know some photographer friends that, you know, they'll get two leads and they'll book one every time. So 50% conversion. We may get 20 leads in a day and book two. So maybe not much of a conversion, but we're showing up at places maybe, like say if you jump on Google and you search Gold Coast wedding photographer you generally have a broad range of photographers ranging from $1500 to $8000 right so that's a very broad range to be able to make an in initial booking but if you've got your best friend telling you that you know they used right Feather and Finch absolutely love it this is what we paid reach out they pretty hot, that lead, right? So they're going to look at, you know, a very strong booking conversion on that one. So one thing I need you guys to do is ensure you know your ROI on what you're spending in marketing. If you're not spending on marketing and you don't have any leads, that is probably the reason. I was speaking to another photographer friend of mine the other day and he was like, man, like I'm just not getting enough like bookings. And I'm like, where's your marketing? Oh, I don't really do marketing. And I'm like, dude, it's not like science. Like it's a simple equation. Like your cup's empty, man. Like you're not getting enough leads in because you're not focusing on marketing and you're not making the booking. So like, don't go like, I'm not making bookings. Go like, how do I generate more leads in order for me to make born bookings, if that is your goal. So I hope this helps. Like I said, there's so many different aspects with marketing from word of mouth to direct marketing, indirect marketing. I think you should really focus on one and do one really right and trial things like there's no right or wrong recipe, right? We see how much social media has changed now to video, specifically Instagram, and you need to adapt with times, right? But I'm really, really focused on just giving a freaking amazing experience. Like do everything you can on that wedding day, whether that's bring along a second photographer just to, I don't know, shoot behind the scenes for you. So you've got more marketing material or reels or whatever it may be. I mean, we did a style shoot the other day and they had a TikTok videographer there, uh, which is absolutely crazy, but they, they understand the importance of marketing. I mean, I wouldn't do that specifically at a wedding. Half the time I forget to even pull my phone out, but my mind's not in, hey, I'm going to use this wedding to market whilst I'm at the wedding, right? Like I'll hopefully allow those photos to speak words and really stay present in the story and show face rather than bringing out my phone. It's just not my vibe. Photographers do it and that's cool. I just, yeah, haven't been able to do it. I always forget about bringing my phone out or doing any behind the scenes and don't generally see a return on investment in that one. But yeah, I hope you like this short little uh, episode today. Like I said, guys, make sure you leave a review. Now, you may have seen on the Instagram that we've put up a little clip of our recent workshop that we spoke about in Tasmania, sorry, taught in Tasmania. Now we are working on something super, super special, very intimate, workshop i can say coming up very soon details haven't been released yet but we already have over 50 percent uh, occupancy on a wait list so if you are keen to find out what's happening before it drops uh, in a couple of weeks feel free to instagram me guys you can just message escaping the ordinary podcast and feel free to stay tuned on all of that so i hope you guys are staying safe during this lockdown Uh, stay tuned for an epic episode coming up next week with a really really uh let's say award winning australian photographer which is going to be epic and um yeah guys stay safe